To the Ether. Today is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. Today on the Ether, the bare bones of Web 3, episode 15, hosted by B Bands with the Space Skellies. Let's take a listen. Good morning, everybody. The date is January 23rd, 2023. Welcome to Bare Bones in Web 3, episode 15, with your host, Saberstein. EJ, the founder, and B-Bands. It is your weekly dose of Web3 news, opinions, market analysis, and updates. This show is sponsored by Space Skellies. Please see the links above for more information. This show is for entertainment and information purposes only. Don't be silly. This is not financial advice, information, entertainment. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. If you are interested in these topics, please do your own research. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. 15 of bare bones our special guest and hopefully they arrive we'll be able to chat with them is Shibi weeby from life's a joke nft and it is a clown nft um pretty excited to chat with them in today's bare bones newsreel your metaverse neighborhood realtor needs will be addressed with a new project called metahood recently the three-person team raised three million dollars in funding for in, from investors like flamingo dow amongst others and and the angel investors as well one of which is sandbox co-founder sebastian borget buying and looking at property in the metaverse will be a map driven interface just like you have in the zillow website when buying land in real life, you want as much information as you can get, what the surrounding area looks like, and if the property has amenities. If you're looking to rent, Decentraland also rolled out their leasing of metaverse properties on their in, in their in their um, metaverse. So MetaHood will give you a deep look across many different platforms as you filter through your options for your desired property. Celsius, the bankrupt crypto lending company, believes that Fabric Ventures should honor their pledge of $8 million. So far, $2 million has been paid out. When rumors of Celsius bankruptcy were circulating, Fabric had attempted to get a refund on the $2 million investment. Since Celsius has not come through on their promises, I suppose the courts will decide. For our next story, Tucker Carlson. He is a Fox News host, has a very interesting tinfoil hat theory. And you know how much I love tinfoil hat talk. And here it is. Could there be hackers taking airspace hostage until a ransom is paid in crypto? The Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, halted all flights on January 11th, sending delays across the nation, calling it a computer outage. Outage. Similar computer outages occurred in Canada and in the Philippines. Canada has gone on record stating that it was not the same issue. To cement his theory, Tucker stated that the last time flights were grounded like this was during 9-11. Also noting that the price of BTC rose recently and that the hackers typically ask for ransom in Bitcoin. Very interesting thoughts. It seems that women are the risk takers according to a report by eToro. 
10,000 people were surveyed across 13 continents, and it was found that traditional markets do not appeal to women as much as cryptocurrencies. In quarter three of 2022, the amount of women investing in crypto increased from 29% to 34%, an additional 5%, while the amount of men investing in crypto only increased by 1%. But I suppose they were already, in, they were already here, guys. So it's pretty cool. And we have a story about the cosmos. Osmosis, a chain in the Cosmos ecosystem, launches its version 14 neon upgrade today at 11 a.m. Eastern, 1600 UTC is when it's scheduled. And actually, that is right after the show. At Flows Like Mo put a tweet thread that we have included in the links below. And Robo Mogobo put out a Medium article that is also in the links below, explaining more in depth about the upgrade and what it will include. Just to touch on one of the upgrades, a ge geometric mean option for builders was added to the osmosis pools. Currently, there is only arithmic TWAP, which is time-weighted average price. Now they have added the option of geometric TWAP. Um, the TWAP is the average price of a financial asset over a certain period of time. The time period is chosen by the trader based on the market analysis and trading strategy adopted. In the osmosis liquidity pools, to help prevent upward manipulation, a geometric TWAP or geometric mean of pricing has been added to the upgrade. The geometric mean is the average of a set products, the calculation of which is commonly used to determine the performance results of an investment portfolio. In Robo Magobo's Medium article, he says, the neon upgrade will allow osmosis liquidity pools to expose both arithmic and geometric pricing mechanisms so that the protocol building on osmosis may choose which pricing mechanism best suits their individual use cases. This should also be relevant for the upcoming concentrated liquidity implementation as it will make pricing ticks more efficient. I'm excited to see if there is a noticeable difference in trading as there are a few other upgrades that will be added to osmosis. And for our final story, Razzle Ka, the crocodile of Wall Street. If you don't know who she is, well, her husband and herself were arrested for crypto theft. Crypto rapper is facing 25 years for the $4.5 billion Bitfinex hack. The rapping style is kind of an acquired taste and she is currently under house arrest while her husband remains in federal custody. But that has not stopped her from landing a job. Her, her new job is growth marketing and business development specialist. The company has requested their name not be revealed because of her current legal standing. And on that note, I will go over to Saberstein as she'll bring us into the crypto markets. Good morning. I actually did think your Celsius story was like a little bit crazy, but I was uh, still putting links up. So I was a little bit slow. Sorry about that. I just, I don't see how they would ever think that they're going to get the money out of that craziness. Um, so good morning, everyone. Bitcoin continued its recent upward movement this past week to touch a high of 23,335 before pausing to trade sideways in the new range of the 23,335 and 22,315, and that was on the four-hour time frame. Uh, last week's weekly candle closed a bullish long-body candle with an upper wick, showing some selling pressure, but after a 41% increase over the past three weeks, um, that's not surprising. Uh, the weekly candle closed on the same volume as the previous week's candle, although that candle had a longer body and less of an upper wick. So this candle would be considered an anomaly rather than confirmation of bullish movement or bearish movement. Um, there is a supply zone not too far above the current price beginning at 23,800, 
with a resistance line as well. Sorry, just a moment. Oh, the joys. Kids are so much fun. Y'all know how it is. <laughs> Hope everybody's having a good morning. Um, I did invite Audiomatic to speak if he's available. And oh, there's Shibi Weeby as well. Thank goodness. And we'll give Saberstein a second. There. Hey, sorry guys. Husband's not awake yet, so this one came to see me. Um, sorry, to continue, uh, to be aware, on the weekly, the 50 SMA is trying to cross down over the 200 SMA, which is a bearish signal. The SMA cross would happen within the supply zone above um, if Bitcoin does not break above the two and it rejects it instead. But breaking above both those SMAs would be a bullish signal to move towards the next supply zone around $30,000. Uh, on the daily chart, it is easier to see that Bitcoin has been primarily up only without pausing to backtest and confirm supports. TA is certainly not perfect. We use it to predict what will happen based on indicators and volume price analysis and to apply risk management to our trades. Bitcoin can continue its upwards trajectory without backtesting and could take weeks, even months to come back down to confirm supports below. Uh, on the daily timeframe, we have support at 21,500 and below that at 18,200. Using the SMA, the 19,800 area would also be a good support bounce as the uh, 20 SMA is trying to cross above the 200, which is a bullish signal if it crosses above. Anytime you have SMAs, like the smaller SMAs that cross above the larger SMAs, those are generally good signals um, that there's gonna be some upward movement, depending of course on the time frame you're looking. Uh, I also put up an Adam chart. So the Adam daily chart tested the downtrend line, um, came back down, bounced off the SMAs, and is now testing resistance again. I would have more confidence in a long trade if it were to come back and test the $10.60 area, as that was the break above the range. Consolidating here, though, below resistance and holding the uptrend could still give it enough to push above. So same as Bitcoin, even though it's not coming back down necessarily to test the supports that I think it should, um, doesn't mean it can't just keep going up if it tests, um, you know, some smaller supports as well. Although I still think the major supports need to be tested. But like I said, TA is certainly not perfect. And it doesn't mean that any of those things will actually happen. Uh, so NFTs have cooled down uh, quite a bit from their run prior to Bitcoin breaking out a couple weeks ago. Um, before that, we'd had like a couple weeks of uh, NFTs moving quite a bit. Uh, so money moves in cycles. And with Bitcoin leading the way, liquidity has been flowing back into coins rather than JPEGs. Most people value their NFTs by dollar rather than the token they're purchased, you know, due to volatility, of course, and sold. So with so as the token value increases, um, many traders and investors will have been using this pump to take profit and risk off after buying in lower, or to be honest, maybe diamond handing from higher, and now looking to realize some profits, um, just in case um, like the crypto market or even the stock market um, goes back down to find lower. Uh, just another quick note, if you are trading NFTs on Stargaze, a five stars listing fee has been added, and this will affect your profit. So be sure to add this, add in, like add in this fee now when you're considering your risk reward, if you're gonna be trading or like trading uh, NFTs that have already minted, or if you're going to be minting and you want to list right away. Uh, so just be aware of that because some of the smaller collections, that five stars fee could really cut into uh, your profit percentages. Uh, and now we'll go to EJ with the traditional market analysis. Thank you. 
Hey guys, good morning. Yeah, it's been a uh, the Stargaze update listing seemed to have got people uh going a little crazy, but uh yeah, it's been it's been a good time and Three Arrow Capital is that I think that's who we were talking about earlier. Sorry, I'm driving and I saw that they were wanting to be paid back. I couldn't even believe what I was reading, but I hope that doesn't happen. We don't need any more people like that in the market. So that's going to push us into the, the stock market of last week. As you guys could see, it ended uh, very well. And then that led into a crypto run up on top of everything else. Um, so I'm going to pull up all this is in our discord. If you guys ever don't know what we're talking about or you want to read back through something, you can go into the discord and you can do just that. But last week, uh, the, the producer price index is what caused all of this to just go crazy. The uh, producer, not consumer price index. We talk about the CPI, but this is the PPI, which measures final demand price across hundreds of categories. Uh, this declined for the month compared to Dow Jones estimate of 0.1%. The decline was 0.5%. The decline was the biggest on a monthly basis since April of 2020. So it's been a very long time since we've had a negative number come out. And this is what led to the massive run up in the market. If you longed any positions, you definitely got some good green. And then also there was a few shorts you could have gotten in and out on as well. Um, but excluding food and energy, the core PPI measure rose 0.1%. So the core was 0.1% matching the estimate of Dow Jones. For the year, the headline PPI rose 6.2, the lowest annual level since March of 2021, and down considerably from the 10% annual increase in 2021 as well. So that's something that is starting to lead. And then a sharp drop in energy prices helped bring the headline inflation reading down for the month as well. The PPI's final demand energy index plunged 7.8% on the month we had talked about energy stocks just last week i think about how that was one of the only green sectors in the entire market that performed over 30 percent this year everything else is in the red um, the final demand food index also fell declining 1.2 percent however uh, this could be less certain in certain areas as such as the crude oil and gasoline because gasoline is up 21 cents not much from this time last month, and crude oil prices have risen 1.6%. It's very interesting to see how the numbers come out when one sector can be completely off and, uh, and declining and the other one can be rising. It is very interesting to see how this is gonna play out. What that means is the economy is still unstable, so be very cautious with your investments, whether they're NFTs, uh, ETFs or anything along those lines. Just be very cautious where you're looking and where you're investing. Uh, the market is still very unstable. But that's going to move us into this week and we're going to run through it. Uh, last week, the S&P did close down 0.6%. Um, NASDAQ was up 0.5% and then the Dow Jones was down 2.7%. Russell was down 1%. So at the beginning of the week, the stocks were down quite a bit and then they had a very good run up. I think it was actually uh, Saberstein that said at 400 on the SPY, we are going to see a huge rejection. And I'm not kidding. It was just a straight downward. I mean, it was a full red candle and just one after another. 
Um, and then after these numbers started to come out, everything started to rebalance itself um, and, and things turned out to not be as bad as everyone thought they were going to be. Um, so if you saw that last week, hopefully you got some good plays. We did see DFS, PG, and Netflix come out as far as what was expected on the earnings recaps. And then going into this week on Monday, today we have the Chinese New Year holiday. Uh, it'll be celebrated all week in China and is expected to lead to a big spike in mobility and notable short-term jump of oil consumption. So make sure, once again, it plays back to the crude oil. That could be a play if you're into trading options or anything like that. Tuesday, the earnings watch, notable companies that are one of my favorite is 3M, and that's my favorite, Johnson & Johnson, Verizon, General Electric, and Texas Instruments. Texas Instruments is what measures uh, crude oil. So that is really, those are really important to pay attention to on the earnings watch. Wednesday, Plug Power will hold a business update call. Um, and then Tesla will hold a conference call after posting quarter four results. Uh, so Tesla on Wednesday could get a little bumpy. Thursday, jobless claims report with a forecast estimate of 199,000. That will be at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jobless claims report. Thursday is the day to watch. 100% Thursday is the day to watch. Friday, 8.30 a.m. Core PCE price index with a forecast estimate of 0.3%. Pay attention to this. Thursday, Friday are your days to watch. Be safe. Be smart. If you have any questions about any of this data or any information, please go to our Discord or just message us and we'll get you taken care of. Vans, I'm going to pass it back to you. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm just going to do a, a couple quick announcements and then we will chat with our uh, guest, Shibi Weeby from Life's a Joke NFT. So for our uh, Space Kelly's announcements, we're excited, excited to announce the release of the space station on Testnet. We're currently in the Testnet, but our new Staking the app will be here before you know it. In the DAP, you'll be able to stake your skellies. You can earn space tokens, and the space token is only an in-DAP currency only. The tokens are used for the next steps of what we will be revealing. There, This is also where the elixir burn for your space skellies will happen. Having our own DAP gives us endless options to build what hasn't been done. Please keep in mind that Stargaze doesn't currently support what we need. Now, we're going to have to build out contract contracts for this next part of our mission. And our next um, announcement is gold space spaceships were recently revealed. This is the most rare spaceship that you will receive through the process. Our process we're building is complex to the point that we may have to build everything ourselves. Reminder that four elixirs equals one spaceship and Skelly's holders get airdropped elixirs. We will release more as time comes. Now, welcome Shibi Weeby. I just want to introduce Shibi Weeby, our guest, our Malkampitan, clown of the hour. <laughs> How good are morning, you? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I'm not so bad. I'm just uh, getting going here. I got to get my little girl off to school in just a little while. But uh, yeah, just um, just stopping in, saying hello, enjoying the uh, enjoying the breakdown of the charts for the day, which is great. <laughs> and there she is. Hi. That is awesome. Well, I do have a few questions for you, Shibi. Um, and so we can just kind of get right into it. Uh, our first, my first question is, what is the Life's a Joke brand? If you had to describe it. 
let's see. So the Life's a Joke brand basically kind of broken down quickly would just be, you know, uh, a sense of community and, and laughter at, at things. Um, you know, we try not to take things too seriously, you know, un- unless it really needs to be. But, um, you know, the Life's a Joke motto is, you know, we kind of... Uh, we kind of sit back and we, we clown and we laugh and um, yeah, we, we just have a real good time with things. Um, and uh, that's, that's pretty much about it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little tired right now. Oh, I'm no worries. No worries. I also have Audiomatic too. Um, he is uh, prominent in the community as well. So for, for any reason, you guys can both kind of bounce off of each other. Um, Audiomatic <laughs> would like to yeah good good morning good morning everybody good morning space skellies uh love the presentation love the information love the education super important in web3 uh, a lot of times people are very focused on pumping bags rather than educating people and education is probably the most powerful thing that we have in web3 knowledge uh, many people find web3 to be the um kind of like the breath of fresh air uh i know a lot of people are looking to web3 as entering in for a new profession and uh, a lot of people are confused so what you guys are doing is amazing um this is uh, it was so stat filled and just the analytics and metrics you guys cover is uh, it's i I am very impressed, to be honest. Um, and then as Shibby Wibby had mentioned, the Life's a Joke brand, it's uh, it's about having a good time and clowning around. But even deeper than that, um, we learned what it was about when we first joined because it was a mint from August 5th, uh, free mint from an unknown artist, an unknown developer. And right off the bat, the only instructions we had as a community and uh, as holders was that this project was going to be community ran. Uh, they said it was going to be 95% community ran. And the only thing that we got from the creator and developer was that once a month we would elect a clown leader and it would be done by popular vote. So it, uh, in sense, is a politically gamified token. Um, the first I've been involved with, I know Genuine Undead uh, has something similar with the council that they elect. Um, but this was uh, something that uh, many of us saw as an opportunity to kind of take a project and run with it because when you don't have a creator and developer directly involved day to day outside of just communicating with the group, you have total freedom. You don't have to ask anybody for permission on what comes next. You decide as a community what comes next. And with the clowns, we had the initial hype vibe, uh, which I think most projects that uh, mint out instantly. Uh, this minted out within a day, um, shorter than 24 hours, I believe, all 5,555 clowns. Uh, I think it resonated with a lot of people because uh, it's very Family Guy-ish, Simpsons-esque, if you will. Uh, and I think we can all relate to the clown. Um, especially in Web3, I know most of us in here at one point or another, we felt like a clown. Either you clicked on the wrong <laughs> link <laughs> or, or so, uh, go ahead. Uh, my quick question is, um, what what drew you? Like, um, should we, we be auto, automatic? What drew you? Was it like the actual, like seeing the clown NFT and you're like, I want to get into this? Or was it after you guys, like you, you did a little bit more deep th- diving? Um, for me, I was definitely drawn in from the art without a doubt. Uh, I don't I don't even remember how it really kind of came across my feed, but it did. And I was just like, oh, what's this? You know, I'm digging this art. And I looked into it and, you know, I, I grabbed a few basically just just off the uh, the cartoonish nature of it because I like that a lot. 
drew in by the clowns. And then when I started to get to know folks within the community, then I was like, yeah, this is, this is where I, where I want to be. This is where I want to hang out. Um, these guys are really doing stuff. I'm learning things. Um, having a good time while I'm learning things, which is great. Uh, one of the great things that I think we do is the talent show. That's one thing that really brought me in. It's a, that's a, a creation of audiomatics there. And that's probably one of the best things that I've done. Um, it's been so much fun doing that. I thought you guys shows. were canceling it. Every week you guys say you're canceling. It's the last <laughs> talent show. And then the talent show goes on for the, the following week. I think that's awesome. Um, I saw that um, you guys have a community store. I included links if you guys are curious for their community store, um, for their uh, Twitter website where everything is kind of run out of, they don't really focus on their Discord. But um, I see that your community store are the owners of the clowns and they have full IPs, right? And how does the community work, store work? Because usually you hear like a marketplace or whatever, but I feel like there's a little bit, there's another layer that I might have missed. Big twist, yes, uh, big twist, and hopefully I sound right. I don't have my headset on, but uh, with the community marketplace, it is a community marketplace. Um, however, it's a, a store, and it's, as far as we know, the first of its kind uh, store that is uh, being created to be an IP rights DAO. And what we mean by that is, well, with this collection, just so everybody knows, there's no community wallet. There's no dev wallet. There's a 2.5% royalty that in the past five months has been given to the clown leader elected each month, with exception to the very first clown leader. Um, the other three clown leaders have actually rolled that back into the community. Um, and you can get between 0.3 and 1.3 ETH from that 2.5% royalty. Um, and with we no longer are clown leaders, so the creators said they're going to pour that back into the community month after month, some way, shape, or form. With the community marketplace, it's uh, really our our brainchild of like, how do we rug the creator? Like, how do we take the power away from the creator and developers so that at the end of the day, if they stop talking to us completely, we still have power? And the idea was a community marketplace. Uh, what we've done is we've created a full-scale merch store. And these are not just PNGs slapped on a t-shirt, call it a day type creations. We actually created the store with brand new graphics derived from the original using people from our community as the actual characters and concepts. With the store, we are aiming right now and stacking profits from all sales to launch a DAO. Uh, everything's being done through the state of Wyoming in the United States. Uh, our LLC is through the state of Wyoming, and that's what the uh, store is currently running under, Pistachio Punks LLC. And we are stacking the profits right now because it's almost about $2,000 roughly to launch the DAO. When we launch the DAO, that will actually be ran out of the community-created Discord. Um, although we're not uh, as active on Discord as we are on Twitter, um, there's still daily activity on both Discords, whether it's the official Discord or the community-created Discord. And with the DAO, the vision is to allow anybody to create products or services and then sell them right in the community marketplace with the ability to pay that person out profits from the sales of their items without them having to open their own business, launch their own entity, get an EIN, but do it legally. And to give the community 
voting power on the direction of the store and also what the community funds being uh, redirected from the store. About 20% of all sales will be funneled back into a community wallet. And uh, we're realists in the clown group. Uh, Life's a joke clowns, the builders in this group, we're realists. We understand that after the first month, you're not going to have $100,000 in the community wallet. We're taking a little bit, we're putting it into the community wallet, and we're developing it over time. Um, in the meantime, we've also had, uh, like, I build cool shit. He's created the NFT ice cream truck with his an NFC chipped card. It's a live product already. Uh, he's now creating bomb pop links, which will be linked to the ice cream truck. And you can find those at the community marketplace as well. We have Flab, who's created a commemorative physical in real life coin, also going to be available on the community marketplace soon. And then uh, the biggest vision was like, everyone says IP rights, nobody uses them. We wanted to change that. We wanted to make it accessible and easy for people to take advantage of their IP rights without having to quit their day job to do it. And so that's the vision behind the community marketplace. And if you guys go to lifesajoke.xyz, you'll see exactly what we mean when we say these aren't just PNGs slapped on a T-shirt. There's a lot of thought and creation. Lead designer was one of the head artists who had up most of the creations for that. I build and Hobble Dad worked hand in hand with myself and Shibby and others to really bring it to fruition. And now our vision is Web 2. Like that's we're going reverse here. We want you guys to see Life's a Joke T-shirts, sweatshirts, water bottles, hoodies, puzzles in Walmart, in Target. Um, This isn't an easy thing to do, so it takes time. But again, we've been here 170 days, 171 days since Mint. We were given nothing in the very beginning where most teams have five to six months to plan before Mint and launch. Uh, This was literally from day one of launch. We also have Copperstone down there. He's releasing the Life's a Joke official song on Spotify on February 2nd. He's already launched his merchandise on Amazon um, with the Copperstone uh, brand. And the vision is to get everybody involved to the point where you have organic marketing because everybody has vested interest in the success of the store, the success of their sub brands, which all lead back to the main brand. Wow, that is incredibly um, different, amazing, awesome. I'm very interested to see how all of this unfolds. Um, I'm sorry, you just kind of like I needed a second to kind of like process all that. I was like, that is pretty amazing. And especially that you guys were just did that off the bat without being given anything. It was show some serious, um, uh, what is that initiative on your guys's part, which is awesome. Um, why, why isn't there no, why is there no longer crown, a clown leader? I was reading the announcements and stuff. And um, was that only like a temporary thing while the big brother clown was on vacation or um, just curious? Um, I think it's because we're going to be moving into our second phase of the project here. He's, uh, the big brother clown has kind of dropped some hints on it. And I think part of that second phase is, uh, going away from the clown leader part of it and kind of where, you know, again, we're, we're not really sure what, what he plans on doing here. It's, uh, it's all up in the air. He has dropped just some small hints. And the only one that we were given was soap. So and take that for what you'd like because that's all that we know but we do know that his um plan doesn't involve the clown leader role anymore and um we're all completely okay with that oh hold on a sec i gotta help somebody get through yeah and i i think a big part of it was um my hypothesis and this has been my hypothesis from the very beginning uh, this is a politically gamified token, and I think the reason that he launched in the manner that he did 
Um, I believe the creator that uh, created this has done other projects and is involved in Web3 uh, simply because the alpha groups that this was featured in were pretty phenomenal alpha groups. Uh, if you track back to the beginning of the main account, there's a video where he's um, at a museum and there's all these frames on the wall and it includes like Dark Echelon, Nifty Portal, all these like big named alpha groups. And so we believe he's well connected, but I think the point of this social experiment, if you will, was to create one of the most organic and stable communities void of flippers so i think one of the things the politically gamified aspect with voting for a clown leader did was it created a lot of turmoil each month where people were putting themselves up to be clown leader others um you know if they weren't elected they'd instantly fade the community and say oh this community sucks we don't want any part of this i didn't i didn't win clown leader and we've seen that happen repeatedly actually but what we've also seen happen on the positive side of things is that one of the strongest foundations of any community i've been involved in in my year and few months in nfts and i've been in crypto in 2000 since 2016 so i've, I've seen the the discord jungle and the craziness that uh, ensues with uh, pumps and dumps but one of the things that we've done is we've been able to formulate such a strong foundation of like 30 to 40 key community members that are here every day and building with one another. And outside of the community marketplace, I mean, we got lifesatoke.com from OG Ghostly, one of the other holders. Um, outside of the NFT ice cream truck and the Bomb Pops, we're launching Baguette Club, which is another project where community members from here have met and uh, have started creating together. So I think the general idea behind the first few elections, and I think there was only supposed to be three, but I feel like for some reason or another, they extended it to a fourth. Um, but I think it was to establish uh, people who can deal with the friction, people who can deal with the FUD, and to really get a base community down. And I think that's exactly what he did over the four, four five months that he uh, did the clown election. So I think moving forward with the release of phase two, which I believe is going to be another collection somehow tied into Life's a Joke, um, I, I think it really is because he has this key foundation of community members now, and he feels that Life's a Joke is where it needs to be as far as the people that people can go to for answers. And on top of all that, it took me about five months to get keys to the main account to host the talent show. Previous to uh, just recently, I was hosting the first 14 from my account. And then the 15th, uh, that was the first one we did from the main account. And then we have the 16th coming up here, um, which will also be from the main account. But literally five months of the community asking like, hey, can we use the main account? Hey, I think the builder is really finding people he can trust or she can trust, if that makes sense. So I think the vision for them was simply, let's find who my key community members, who my builders, my creators, and my believers are. And I think once we got to that point, they said, hey, we don't need to do the clown leader anymore. Uh, we have the foundation we need to proceed. Awesome. Very, very interesting. Um, thank you for sharing that. Is there any questions that uh, anybody might have, uh, EJ or... Um, Saberstein or maybe anybody in the crowd. We have a few, a few moments, and um, I just kind of wanted to open it up for a second before we uh, close down the space. I guess I'll ask a question. So, sorry, I was in and out of my uh, appointments and everything as I'm listening. But the, so you guys don't actually know who the founder is. Is that correct? A few of us believe we do, but uh, nothing uh, confirmed. 
Um, and it, it hasn't been announced by the creator until it is. We don't know 100% for sure. However, we have some super sleuths. Um, we have uh, Hobbled Dad, who's our contract guy. Uh, we had a clown lose 14 clowns a few weeks back, and Hobbled Dad was able to figure out exactly what happened. The community also rallied and bought all 14 clowns back for the person. But um, our, our friend Hobble Dad may have stumbled upon it early on who he believes the creator is. And uh, if you have a big enough magnifying glass and understanding of the blockchain, um, it could be tracked down potentially. So, and we think soap may also have something to do with them uh, doxing themselves because the creator, they've been around all five months. They haven't left us yet. I'm sure they ran out to grab some milk and they just been texting ever since but we think when they return they'll return with the mask off i got you and then in regard, i'm just thinking because our treasury looks to purchase nfts that we feel are unique and that we can invest into people so obviously it'd be hard to invest into a founder we don't know but if it's unique and he's been around like you said most founders are in and out do you guys have access to the these are just does it fud for any people who are weird this is a straight question for me in case purchase some for our treasury do you guys have access to the mentor contract address and to the seed uh the seed wallet and all that you guys have or the treasury wallet do you have access to both of those seeds so EJ, to answer your question, we do not. Now, here's the thing, though. There's only a 2.5% royalty being collected. Outside of that, there is no community wallet, no dev wallet. Um, the reason we're launching the community DAO from the uh, LLC that we, the community, established is because the community wallet is going to be fed by the community marketplace. And uh, the NFT ice cream truck is putting a percentage of their profits into the community wallet. Um, there's essentially going to be a separate contract, a multi-sig wallet um, that the community is going to uh, be building their community funds off of outside of that the 2.5 percent royalty that is still being uh, sent to the uh, creator and has been pushed back to the community every single month so far there literally have to be 55 eth in monthly volume for that to equal like 1.3 eth so one of the things that we focused on is everything that we've built has been built outside of the contract as a legal business entity and uh, with that even if the worst case scenario right now is that the creator could stop giving us that 2.5% royalty and and redirecting that back to the community. But like you had mentioned, usually if they have those types of plans, they do that within the first month or two after they've made their bank off the hype and they're gone. Uh, they are in constant contact and they've also given me access to the main Twitter account. So I have um, access to the main Twitter account right now. Um, but to answer your question, we actually are building to protect the community as community holders in the event that that were to ever happen. So we have had the vision that, hey, worst case scenario, if they totally you know, yank this from us, do we still have control? And the answer is yes. We even have um, written permission from the, the creator and founder to use the, the Life's a Joke name within our marketing for the community marketplace. Awesome, awesome. And I ask because many know that we were, uh, a lot of people in Terra were a part of a very massive rug of over a quarter million dollars and the founder was kind of like this but he did it pretty quickly and 
he, you guys, there was an initiative taken soon enough. It was more like they reacted instead of planned, but it sounds like you guys are ahead of it just to secure the, the community, which is awesome. That's exactly what makes a, this is what forms an actual proper DAO if you look at it from that standpoint. So if you're in here and you guys are about DAOs and you're like looking around, quote unquote, a DAO is something that is naturally formed in the better development of a community. So definitely I like what I've heard and I will follow up with you guys in DMs after this and we will we'll go from there to see what we can what we can get into our treasury. But yeah, I appreciate that. That's transparency is absolutely a must and you guys have been super transparent and we respect that and i really appreciate that so thank you for being um open transparent and it's super honest appreciate that ej yeah man um as community holders like we uh we just feel that um we've all been through it with other projects and um right from the jump again we just viewed this as a project where hey let's let's do everything we can to separate the creator and developer from everything that we're building so at the end of the day even if the um the nft collection you know goes away the work that we've done remains and we can still push it and we're also uh, currently working on something else uh the community that uh should be at about a month month and a half away um, that we're really targeting to the web to community people who are not into NFTs um, and something fun for them so that we can kind of bridge the gap and hopefully onboard some people to the NFT that would not typically be involved in NFTs. That's a good idea. If someone can connect web two to web three while getting getting them out of their web two mindset, that's a great way to do it. And um, it can be overwhelming to get into web three. So I'm super interested um and when i get into your community I'll, I'll i'll just be sitting there watching but i definitely appreciate it and i know the community does as well and the listeners that will hear this these questions were just to once again these are questions that probably people were going to ask so thank you for having the actual answers ready and i agree being ahead of a situation is a lot easier than having to react to a situation but hats off to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. And yeah, we'll be here to support you. And like I said, we'll pick this up in DMs. Um, what can, if a, if, the, if a listener wants to come to your community or purchase one of your NFTs, where should they go? I'm, I'm asking because I'm asking for myself because I'm driving. But where should we, <laughs> where's, the, where's the quickest way and best efficient way to purchase an NFT and to get started? Depending on your preference, we're available on all secondary markets. Um, I think OpenSea is probably the main one most people go to, but uh, you know, any secondary market, Blur, Looks Rare, XY2, um, any of those at all. Uh, and then um, if you go to lifesajoke.xyz, that is the community marketplace. We also link the collection within there as well. Um, and then if you go to the Life's a Joke main account, um, I probably should have brought that in here. I, I was sleeping. I'm, uh, I'm at my IRL as well. So we're trying to juggle a couple things here. Um, but uh, yeah, any secondary marketplace and you can go to lifesajoke.xyz and that will map you out to the rest of what we've been building as a community. Perfect. I appreciate it. Bands, I'll pass it back to you. Sorry, I wanted to step in and ask some questions. 
No, and, I'm glad you did. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, EJ, thanks for the tough questions. We actually enjoy the tough questions. Um, tough questions are the best questions. Tough questions are the ones that get you the answers people need. So thank you, EJ. Okay, awesome. I do have one quick um, announcement before we go on to Saberstein. Um, we will be having Tina Liu. She was supposed to be on the show last week, but because of the time difference, she accidentally set her clock to her time and there's like a four hour difference. So she will be joining us for a bare bones midweek special uh, at um, on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. So if you're interested, please hop in and um, we can chat with her about her launch pad and um, her project. Thank you so much. And I'm going to let Saberstein and EJ close it out for today. Um, I just want to say too quickly to our guests, um, you guys speak, you both speak very well. It's very, like, I love listening to people who speak very well, who are prepared and they just, I don't, I don't know, to be honest, it's, it's kind of like the first time I listened to EJ on a spaces. I was just like, wow, this guy speaks so well like he knows what he's talking about he has all the answers you could ever need so thank you because it's very enjoyable um so to close it out next week we will be joined by i guess would be like my first guest that i'm bringing on to our show his name is major he's from roots research he trades and invests primarily using fundamental analysis and he has several topics prepared for our show so please tune in as we chat and i guess we'll get EJ to close us out like he does every week because we enjoy it so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I will uh, reiterate exactly what Saberstein said. You, your professional answers separate you a lot from other projects. So I don't know if that's been told, but keep doing what you're doing <clears throat> and yeah, open and transparency was, it's awesome to, to hear it. It makes you, reconsider some investments you've made with other projects um when you hear such you know well thought out answers and and we we really appreciate you guys getting on here today but as we always say um you know we always sign everyone off you guys make sure you got last thing i'll add is make sure you're paying attention to the markets this week could get bumpy be smart be safe and as we always say choose to find the good and the bad no matter what the situation may be and I will see you actually midweek for another Bare Bones. And until then, guys, have an incredible week and make someone's day better today. See you guys. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Yeah, goodbye. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Thank you, you guys twice this much. week. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Bare Bones of Web 3, episode 15, with guest Shibby Wibby from Life's a Joke NFT. Hosted by B-Bands and the Space Skellies. Recorded on Monday, January 23rd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Fib. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. 
Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke blows in when I start a session Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Oh, lighten up, dog. It could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead Or putting in new speakers It's a toss-up Driver or just tweakers Don't stress, yo I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake Off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison And put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble